0: Yeah, so, I thought Topo Chico was only alcoholic beverages for a while. No,
1: what? Yeah, I don't know why. That's so funny. So, I, what? Oh, I'm assuming you don't drink sparkling water because you barely even drink Oh, drink no, I love sparkling water. Oh, you water. do? Yeah. Okay. What's your uh, preferred oh, I bubbly am, concoction? I am,
0: uh, it, it depends. I've recently become a LaCroix human being. Interesting. Uh, liquid uh, Death, though. Fire. Yeah. Shout out oh, yeah. Death.
1: Yeah, yeah. Didn't they support y'all?
0: Yeah, they, or they sponsored speed project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like fifteen liquid deaths in the desert. <laughs> the Lacroix, though, what are you doing? Flavorless or a fruity? So So it's controversial. <laughs> I feel like everyone has their favorite Lacroix flavor. Um, pure is great. Like, plain LaCroix, absolute yeah. fire. Yeah. And no one gives it credit because it sounds boring, but it's good. I love it. Uh, the Key Lime one is really good. Mm. I'm, like, a simple person. <laughs> uh, we had Lemoncello in my apartment recently, Aaron, my You're girlfriend. You're a citrus person, aren't you? I, th- I think I'm just, like, a lemon or lime human being. Yeah, what interesting. about you? All right, I'm, not, I'm very
1: much not one either one of those things, unless it's an actual lemon or a lime that I'm squeezing into the beverage. Yeah. I'm, like... I like a watermelon oh, A sweet. grapefruit What mousse. <laughs> I uh, I like it that it's in a can But I, I like Topo Chico as well And what's funny is I keep the big bottles In my fridge But I refill them with tap And so oh, people nice. go in there And I'm like Oh do you want some water And they're like Don't waste your Topo Chico on me And I'm like Oh I won't It's just it's <laughs> Good old New York City <laughs> Champagne it's tap not anything <laughs> fancy Going yeah. in
0: there Anything in a glass bottle Automatically is classier Absolutely In my brain And especially when it's Hot out, like I've been doing lawn runs training for Berlin right now. Yeah. And i walk into a bodega after the run and like oh, yeah. every single one of those glass bottle like sodas just sounds spectacular. I to feel
1: me. like they also I could be wrong, but I think that they conduct more cold like the temperature that they're in. So like sometimes you'll I'll go to a bodega too, and I'm like I know we're all pumping our AC at the same time and <laughs> things are just not really hitting at full force. <laughs> but I'm like, this hulls like mango sparkling water seltzer is like lukewarm. Oh, and yeah. I like went to the back of the cooler and I'm like, no. So the the glass,
0: the glass, the glass
1: ones tend to be a little bit colder, you I can't think.
0: can't go wrong with the glass bottle, which yeah. bleeds nicely into uh, Goldfinger had their beer mile. Oh my God. They the did have week. their beer mile. That were was you, tight. Were you there?
1: I was there. I was in attendance. Um, Jerry actually gets mad at me because I didn't run last year. And I'll, <laughs> s- I'll specifically wear non-running shoes. And they're like, no, but you can run in those, and I'm like, I don't want to. It's always like on a Saturday after a long run, yeah. And I really don't want to. So I was I was in attendance, and um, Brooklyn Track Club took the sweep oh, let's for go. for Huge. I think for the ladies. I think they were the only three ladies that ran. To be honest, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was um, Christy, Becca, and Ashley Macha, and they obviously crushed um literally and figuratively they're beer cans but um and then i think connor yes connor's ability to just one drink alcohol and be fine and then two, like combine that and his speed is pretty uncanny
0: oh it's absolutely bananas yeah connor (laughs) is one of the fastest human beings uh, that I'm aware of yeah. He runs very quickly With very good form When he runs fast It's awesome to watch uh, We we have some research here On the winning times So I'm able to see This is crazy Yeah so, so So for reference Connor very quick 7.08 Very respectable Beer mile time Absolutely. Which we will get into Because I'm curious What your personal record is with beer mile times and then on the ladies side christy ran 908 becca ran 910 which also sound very slow but also very respectable beer mile times in my opinion
1: you're running Uh, with 48 ounces of liquid in your oh yeah bladder which oh i don't even know at that point where it is (laughs) honestly it's probably still in your stomach um but like that's what like
2: that's more weight yeah and and it's also
0: beer And you have to drink it Which is not easy Like you can Like let's roughly assume 30 second beers Which is a a, Like aggressive assumption Yeah Yeah, that would be fast That's generous You're still running like a 7 minute mile Not getting sick with the beers And then Connor Like Connor let's assume Crushing beers right 15 second beers yeah it's still running like a six flat mile at that point right, right which is right. very fast uh but you're, good. you're really doing this math real quickly oh i've done some math what? on my beer mile. <laughs> so the the reason i'm good at this math that was really impressive my my goal for the beer mile was always to try and break seven because i thought that that would i thought i could do 15 second beers in a six minute oh mile. so you you. i've tried okay. i've thought this out harder than what's I your have. fastest beer mile uh, i don't know the official time but it's not fast it's like 7 30
1: the fact that this person's mile time with a beer, yeah, is faster than my, oh, it's bananas. Like, well, be it's faster
0: than any you know than yesterday's like Brooklyn mile times, is crazy. Absurd, yeah. The the world record for the beer mile currently, uh, and we will pause here to acknowledge the beer mile official rules. I believe it's above 5% alcohol is when they, like, officially do it. So pulling it back to glass bottles, from what I understand, Bud Light Platinum's the move because Bud Light Platinum goes down easy but has 5% alcohol and it's in a glass wow, bottle. Wow, you've done some
1: research. Uh, it, the beer mile was we like should do, We should do a collab, a bandit GFTC one. No one else does a beer mile. Let's rip, yeah. Let's, let's do let's that. Let's spread it back. Yeah. Let's do Jerry, Jerry was would at be the, really happy. Jerry
0: would love it. Jerry was at the first beer mile we did with the Nike Flatiron family oh, cool, back cool, in the cool. day, which was fun. Is
1: that where he got the idea from?
0: I, I think we did it as a unit once and then he started making yeah. an annual thing, which is super, super fun. Yeah, it's uh, great. Obviously, keep it going because it's just fun. Um, but yeah the world like world Record, 428, which is absolutely bananas. Corey Bellamore. Um, is Corey Bellamore a woman or a man? Male. Okay. I, yes. I, okay. I actually know. I think I've like seen the video of Corey. Okay. Mostly because the people that are like great at the beer mile. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they do it, the beers are gone in, like, three seconds. Like, I couldn't pour beer out of a bottle fast enough. Well,
1: Thomas's soon-to-be brother-in-law, they're getting married in two weeks, but we walked, like, his dad was at um, Eric's bachelor party, and he, from a pint, not from a glass, or a can, but less than three seconds? Yeah, that's insane. I've never seen anyone relax their tonsils (laughs) that quickly. It was, like, full, and then it was gone, and I was very confused, but... I imagine if you combine those
0: two skill sets, like yeah.
1: so you got you got yourself a 428.
0: It's yeah, it's absolutely absolutely bananas, which is also funny because like 428 is just like, you said it, the Brooklyn Mile winning times on the guy's side 356 uh, and then on the woman's side 428, which is bananas. Both She did 428, that's record. the
1: fast movers too, Eleanor Fulton did. Yeah.
0: 428, not stopping to drink beer. Not stopping
1: to drink which beer. Which is a re- beyond respectable time Without the beer Oh absolutely But
0: this Corey Belmore
1: Yeah somehow Can delete beers That fast This is crazy Delete
0: it but this can this is also a good segue for us to bring our guest uh who has just been sitting here listening, listening, up, listening to us talk sip, about sipping beer. on another cold <laughs> beverage with bubbles in you it. Oh hitting that Topo chica <laughs> right now. <laughs> if You don't recognize the voice it's David Kildore. Uh, hey David. What's up y'all? How's it
2: going? We're great. David. We're having a great time. Uh have you done the beer mile David? Dude, I have never done a beer mile actually. Uh, what? I I need to, I need to get on board. Uh, <laughs> but Chugging things, carbonation usually. Yeah. And uh, running, I mean, I guess that's the only part I got going from the, end of the whole thing. But
0: <laughs> I feel like you'd be good at the running, and that has to. Can you chug like a water? I can no? chug a water, but I'm still not fast at it. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it chugging. Takes time. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 So I think I would run like at least uh, ten plus minutes, to your mom at least
0: <laughs> i guess we're gonna have like to
1: find second. out at this collab next year with bandit and gft yeah. bring me through this sounds great
0: <laughs> the guest of honor we can also do the uh we could rip a chocolate milk mile if we want to keep it like age agnostic they used to do this at running camps uh did you ever do I a, chocolate, done a milk? chocolate milk mile? how bad like
2: it was pretty bad when i was younger because <laughs> we do one every year uh yeah. when i was in high school in the first two years i was just like throwing up profusely everywhere in the last two years i did not too bad so i take
0: it yeah there you go dude that's Um, hard it's the exact same format just with chocolate milk
1: there was a crispy cream challenge that i've done with gavin and i think you eat a donut every mile for 12 miles i don't think we ended up eating 12 but we did eat at least six and then our friend, who's a vegan, did it with dates <laughs> because he couldn't eat the donut. But it was um, it was a wild experience. And at the end of it, Gavin was like, "Oh, I don't know if that was a good idea." Yeah,
0: Gavin, who is currently like fifteen years old. Yeah, right? that, yeah this is uh, this probably
1: Gavin. he might have been late thirteen or early fourteen at this time. Just out there, Gavin running
0: twelve miles at that age—good yeah. for it. I mean, he was also running ultras at that age. He uh, hit five crushing. five minutes
1: flat. Yeah. On yes, yeah yeah or Sunday. Wow. He and his like Strava was like five minutes flat. Had to like shuffle around some people. A little disappointed. Like I love the Strava a little. Like <laughs> yeah. the, the journaling. <laughs> like, yeah, this is how I really
0: feel. But he's so fast. Oh, dude crushes. It's yeah, crazy. he's got range right there.
1: And then he was in the car with um. I can't remember the guy's name from and Running Co. Oh,
0: Matt Rossetti, the yeah. race director. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, he was like in the car with his camera. Yeah, for the for the fast
0: movers. That was actually last year. My claim to fame for Brooklyn Mile was uh, I saw Brendan Clark, our our mutual friend in this mm-hmm. room, photographer, who was doing the video work, and he was in a pickup truck and he needed help, so I got in the pickup truck and I got to like hold on to Brendan as Brendan tried to film. Oh, the race. No, that's cool. And it was fucking sick because like you're in the lead vehicle watching the race happen. Dude, that's gonna say the vantage point is probably like. Top yeah mask. it's so For good sure. and we're just bouncing around yeah everywhere. you got front row seats to yeah. all the action it's stressful it's a little stressful because brendan's like locked in trying to get the shot and i'm like dude i'm trying to watch the race like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do, could fun. you move over a little bit yeah. i can't see behind <laughs> you. yeah right could you, you move, slide like, two out, inches out of the way. Way. Yeah. Left? oh man wait have you done a crispy <laughs> cream challenge i feel like you're a good eater and runner dude, dude i'm a great
2: eater and runner <laughs> oh hell yeah oh, But yeah, I've done some challenges like that, like in the past, but me and my friends would just like make up random food challenges, like in high school, like housing, like a whole little Caesar pizza, (laughs) go for a run, donuts, Cheese or pepperoni? Always pepperoni. (laughs) Gotta gotta (laughs) have the pep, you know? Gotta have
1: the pep. The pep in your step, the pep on the slice. (laughs) Wait, so you, you housed a whole one?
2: Yeah, we we eat like whole pizzas and stuff and like that all the time. You know,
1: just was there back. a lot? The, this chocolate milk situation sounds crazy <laughs> to me, but I I mean I would do that as well. I would do that. I think before I would do the beer, but real food yeah.
0: seems like the move. It's not think, just liquids.
2: What's the rules for the beer mile, too? Does it Does have to be 8 ounces, 16 ounces um, of liquid? Of I think
0: liquid? it... What's a can? 12, 12. 12. We're getting some nods. 12. 12. And then, like, 5% alcohol. I think they do the same thing for chocolate milk. Okay, yeah. Uh, or, like, you're doing... It, I mean, chocolate milk, at least the times I've seen it at running camp, it's just like, you're having a chocolate milk. No one's really paying too much attention. Whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, it's hard enough. You're putting milk into your body. The yeah. one that I do and a shout out Radix Running Camp our again one of our friends Ben Weingart helps put this on Um, the controversy there is one of the counselors is lactose intolerant so he does oat milk (sighs) Okay. and everyone like jokingly but kind of seriously yells about like oat milk being easier than full milk oh absolutely
2: Uh, to digest yeah it has to be dude I thought this was going to be a completely different story (laughs) I thought you were going to say he he just goes for it (laughs) <laughs> no, that's oat milk, dude. Yeah. Who would have thought that different oh. milk variations would be the
0: controversy that we've entered with the chocolate right. milk mile? Right. Well, we got to make this happen. We'll do that. Uh, that I think we I should do... in- include all the beverages. Yeah, you switch beverages. Milk. Ooh. Uh, oh God, chocolate sounds... milk. This sounds beer. like your TSP project. Uh, Krispy Kreme pizza. <laughs> Done. That's the Kilgore mile right Oh my there. <laughs> gosh, dude. Could you imagine? That'd be horrible. That's really funny.
1: <laughs> that sounds um,
0: horrible. What are you, like,
1: when you're, like, in the middle of, like, Whatever crazy distance you're in the middle of, what's your, like, what do you want around to snack on?
2: I just love candy. So any, oh. anything sweet. Donuts work too. Okay. Uh, but mostly like Snickers bars. Uh, oh, also like a chocolate
1: candy. I was thinking like a chewy gummy bear situation. No. No, I'm actually not too much in the, the gummy bear scene. Cool. Yeah. Me neither, yeah. actually. I stay on the
2: chocolate side of things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So
1: a Snickers bar. Snickers bar. It holds me down. I love that. That's like they Do you remember their claim to fame With the commercials And it was like Betty White Like you turn into oh, Betty yeah, White When yeah. you're hungry and you like take a bite And it's like There's seven grams of protein in this But like what they don't tell you Is like the sugar content That
2: Anyways. Yeah, it's like yep. you, not you, and you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you turn yeah. into yeah. yeah. You, who
0: would your who would your alternate ego be? Dude, hands down, Betty White. <laughs> hands down, Betty White. That could be a commercial. Yeah. Right I kept yeah. Betty, yeah. Betty White struggling wow. down the street, just hobbling. It's like Kilgore have a have a Snickers bar. <laughs> right. Molly hands you a Snickers bar, and you turn back into yourself. Dude, I think if uh, I was Betty White and Molly was hanging out
2: with me, and I turned back into myself, she'd be super sad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, we'll have to talk to no, Molly to kidding. confirm that. Right, we'll we have sounds, to call her. That sounds pretty reasonable I think though. that
1: sounds like a sick commercial we should pitch to Snickers. Oh, we need yeah. to pitch it to Snickers. Yeah. And for context for everyone
0: listening, Molly is David's okay. fiancé now. Yes, sir. Uh, I yeah. have to say that now.
2: Yeah, she finally put a ring on me.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she locked it down. Yeah. Oh, I no. love her. Molly's no. going to be very upset when she hears um, this. Yeah. Or just love this, honestly. You guys got
2: engaged
1: within the last three months, right?
2: Yeah, I think it was about uh I think it was about a month ago,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And then I'm like I know her a little bit better than I know you. Mm-hmm. But y'all met in New York City. So we originally originally met um in New Hampshire at a at a running camp. Oh, when she caught the trout and won you over? Yeah. Her- <laughs> I, I saw
2: her out there in the stream just fishing, I was like, She's the one.
1: She's the one. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So you met in New Hampshire. Uh,
2: but yeah, we met in New Hampshire briefly, but I was like in a a group setting, um, got everybody's number, kind of like moved on. Uh, I, got, I randomly went to grad school in the middle of camp, so oh, wow. I dipped, dipped out of camp. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky me, you know, back to school. Right. <laughs> and um and then yeah like about a year later i had all those peoples uh that i was in a group with phone numbers and i was coming up to the boston marathon so i just shot them all a text and um molly being one of them she's like i actually live in new york now i was traveling through new york and crashed on her couch uh uh, and yeah been living with her ever since so oh my gosh that's really been going good yeah (laughs) yeah she's
0: like here's my couch and now stay forever yeah that's great. It I love out that extraordinarily well. But I, yeah, I know the you. running camp story, so I'm going to use it as a great example because we've already jumped into your, like, everyone who knows you knows you're an ultra runner and just like fucking maniac. Uh, but like your your running history, obviously like crushing high school. I like hearing that you were crushing pizza in high school already. But then you ran like collegiately for a while. It, can you just high level like? overview and then either you tell the running camp story or i'll tell it from the way that i've heard it because i love that running camp story i would love to hear from your perspective (laughs) um but yeah man so i uh,
2: i started off at the university of colorado so i went out there for three years uh bopped around ran some times and then uh then i went back to florida to finish up my uh undergraduate degree uh i ended up finishing up a bit quicker um, and graduated with my bachelor's in a year instead of two years because uh, I was going on the five-year program with okay. running um, and then I wasn't planning on going back to school and when I was up at running camp actually uh, a colleague or a longtime friend of mine uh, his name's Jerry Crockett just an older gentleman that used to I think he was an assistant coach back in the day at Oklahoma State Um, and yeah I was just like hey dude like what are you up to and I was like Beats me. I was like, you know, like, just eating little Caesars and trying to run. Did ex- exactly. That's my story. I was like, let me hit you with that. I got nothing going on. I just graduated. I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. Right. And um, he's like, well, if you want to run some more, uh, he's like, let me hit up Dave Smith. So that's what happened. And that's why I left uh, in opportunely in the middle of camp. And I uh, got into grad school in a day and I left to go to Oklahoma State. So oh, That is exactly okay. the story that I have heard Wait,
1: so what is the running camp That you were at? Like where the professionals go Were you in um, Flagstaff?
2: Uh, no, so I was at like a, a high school Running camp as a as oh, a counselor okay. Yeah, so I started oh, working okay. those uh, That's cool. Basically ever since I went to college So for about, at that time I was like four or five years deep Into working at, at camp as a counselor But super rad, tons of great high school kids that came through And yeah. a lot of them doing super rad stuff now Actually like Sam that. Parsons was a uh, one of the kids at the high school. Was he was really? Yeah. No way. That's yeah. the
0: connection point right there. Yeah. We
2: love that.
1: So you've been running. Where where are you from originally? I'm from Palm Bay, Florida. Oh, as he holds the tattoo. Well, oh, so. I was like, what's happening? Oh yeah. my God. That's very serious yeah. and cool. Um, and then,
2: so you've been running since high school? Uh, yeah, basically since like late elementary, middle school. That's wild. Yeah. So Is it, does it run in your family? Literally? No. So I just randomly got got picked up to be honest um started running like I feel like typically like you know different sports PE class all that stuff someone introduced me into doing like a it was like the Hershey's track me. I think it's canceled now Aww. but it was like oh if you qualify for nationals or something it's like you win like a giant Hershey's bar so that was like <laughs> You know, top level, the goal, there you go. know. It's like, I need to hunt down this Hershey's bar. Oh, uh, and, um, and then, yeah, randomly I got super lucky. I was uh, running on a treadmill when my dad used to go, like, lift weights, get buff in the gym. And uh, <laughs> yeah. someone just, like, saw me in the gym. was like, oh, hey, little kid, you look, like, pretty good running. And uh, I was, like, super shy and nervous at the time. So introduced uh, the woman whose name was Jackie Clifton uh, to my father. And she introduced her to my introduced my father to to my high school coach. Um oh, wow. and got me into a nice like private school and stuff for running and all that stuff. So sick. It was dope. Yeah. And then path after that was spook.
1: Yeah, you know, so you've been holding the
2: craft for a long time. Yeah. What's
1: cool about that is like sometimes you talk to runners who have been like in it since they were like much younger than they are now. And like you sound so excited and like your eyes still light up and like there's obviously a component of fun still very much prevalent there or at least I can hear it in your voice and uh, Dave just gave us this photo to open and it's (laughs) your captions are funny nipped Pluto at the finish line is this the Disneyland marathon oh yeah yeah Pluto was running me
2: down didn't stand a chance yeah right in
1: his whole costume too that must be hard (laughs) to hit that stride this is funny oh this is a 5k yeah oh tight 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 Oh, cool!
2: Yeah, I wonder what the temperature with is the, inside with that. the
1: Palm Bay. With the Palm Bay, <laughs> repping right there the, all day on the biceps.
2: <laughs> Palm Bay on the biceps. Palm
1: Bay. I think you need to get all day on the triceps. all day. Yeah, this right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be sick. Oh, oh man. shit, that's funny. Um, but no, I think that's really cool. So, like, you're obviously you're not you're competing in in a different way than like a conventional like. Oh, I want to run a marathon at this time, or I want to run a 5K at this time, like you're like crushing ultra marathons and like hundreds and hundreds of miles. And like, is that how you're keeping it fun?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess a different type of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, yeah, that's how I keep it fun. I mean, it's it's always nice to like spice it up, do different things. And um, just, yeah, over the years, I feel like really when I got to, to New York City, I was on a little bit of a hiatus from from running for a little bit. And just, like, meeting up with, uh, I mean, people like, like, Tim and other, like, different crews in the city was, like, my first time kind of, like, being in that realm of, like, more of this, like, like, cool running and people having a really, like, positive vibe other than being, like, oh, if you don't run a sub 14.5k, you're, like, you're trash, you know, like, uh, so just, like, hyper competitive um, type of field. And I was, like, dude, this is actually, like, really rad. And I feel like uh, that new kind of joy and just being around a bunch of different people and seeing people using running as a vehicle in so many different ways was just, like, super rad and really exciting and I was like wow I still like to compete and like you know push my body in that way but also I was like dude there's like so much more and like look at all this like rad stuff running's doing for people and so just finding new avenues to, to use running for myself also to make it exciting and to do different things with it yeah I love that that's actually
1: very humanizing I like to use <laughs> on this pod because I think people look at a lot of the guests we have and we see like a superhuman speed demon and like you're just like no I'm just gonna try to do these things because they bring me joy and they do push me physically but they also like open up a different avenue of like creativity or fun or skill sets that you might not have known you had like eating snickers and then continuing to run (laughs) your race you know
2: For sure, and that's what I think it's all about. I mean, anybody that I feel like ever talks to me about running, that's what I always kind of allude to. I was like, you know, just find what's you know making you excited and happy at the time. There's always ways to to fit in, like, workouts and stuff on the side, but, you know, finding the different, like, ways to really push your body that you're stoked on, I mean, that's the the way to go.
0: Yeah, and I feel like with you as well, because I feel like when we met each other when you moved to New York City, like, you had already started to dabble into that longer stuff, and I really like the story that you were talking about of, like, Loosely alluding to it, but how competitive people can be in the like collegiate running environment, and then trying to find that joy again because so many people would have gone through like your collegiate running journey and then just stopped forever, which would suck. But with the longer stuff that you started to get into, was there like a moment or or uh, uh, something that you were like, "Oh, that sounds rad. Let me try that," and then it just kind of perpetuated itself because you still run kind of every single distance. But obviously, from someone coming from like the five k, ten k background to what you're doing now. Uh, there was a little bit of an on-ramp from what I remember, but you can probably articulate that better than I can for you. <laughs> yeah, man.
2: Um, I There was a guy whose name was uh, Cameron that I ran with in, in Colorado in school, and I remember it was the first time I kind of ever saw it. Uh, he started doing, like, trail and ultra running, like, right out of college, and I was like, wow. Like, I was just always just a pretty outdoorsy dude um, just all the time, just, like, what was attractive to me. Um, and just watching him go and do it, I was like, this is, like, what i want to do like in the future sometime and uh i mean that was that was when i was younger too at colorado and i guess like after going through like all the different schools and the process and the thing i just needed a, a bit of a break from running uh, but then that kind of like got brought back and i started dabbling a little bit into myself and when i first started getting back into running all i was just thinking was i was like you know what like i'm starting to enjoy this again i don't want to think of any kind of like goals i don't even really want to be like oh i want to like push my body in this type of way i just like enjoyed doing this process again mm-hmm. um, so that's what I was kind of focused on for a little while and it just I feel like it started to evolve um, into like what it is and gaining new challenges and all that stuff
0: yeah which is super super because it's all like uncharted territory for you as well I know I kept thinking when we were talking about the Eden and stuff, I remember you telling me a story about running in Hawaii where you ended up running to a waterfall and then, like, crushing random fruit off of something. What, you oh, ran, like, cool. 25 miles randomly because you guys got lost or something?
2: Well, dude, yeah. So my buddy, my buddy, one of my great buddies, uh, his name's Pierce Murphy, he ran in Colorado with me as well. Um, I go and visit him in from Hawaii. Uh, in Hawaii, he's from Hawaii. Uh, and he grew up in Kauai. And there's this, like, beautiful, like, epic trail. It's on the the Nepali coast. It's called the Kalalau Trail. And it's about 11, 11 and a half miles out to this, like, secret beach with this, like, beautiful waterfall. So then you cruise back 11, 11 and a half miles. So the round trip's, like, 22, 23 miles. And we were, like, at the time in great shape, like, running super fast on, like, long runs and stuff in Colorado. And we're like, oh, we don't. We hardly drank or took water to when we were doing those long runs in Colorado. Uh-huh. So we're like, oh, this will be fine. We'll do this in a couple hours. We'll be back. No worries. We'll like refill them back. So we don't bring anything. Terrible idea. Oh, no.
1: Was it trail? I'm assuming it was trail. Yeah, it was trail. And trail. And that's why it was, it was oh, taking us God. a bit longer.
2: And we get out like to halfway. So the first 11 miles was like, a little over two hours oh, shit. <laughs> and we're both like dying like trying to like drink from this like waterfall um we we start coming back and i remember both of us are feeling this way but like pierce like sits down he's like dude i'm so dizzy he's like i don't know what to do and then he finds like these guavas like uh on the street which is like epic like yeah. beautiful like tropical place we start eating them and they're like full of maggots Oh, no. And we're like, yo, this is, like, so gnarly. <laughs> and then so we're like, damn it. And so we, like, walk down, like, a little bit further. Sick. And I find these, like, fat ones. And I'm like, oh, dude, more guavas. He's like, no, those are lilikoi. And uh, I guess it's a Hawaiian term for passion fruit. Oh. Uh-huh. But they have, like, a thick uh, skin. So we were, like, able to eat a bunch of these so there was no bugs inside them. And then as we, as we kept going, uh, it took us, like, four and a half hours or whatever <laughs> it took us. And we're just completely thrashed. And we were drinking out of like streams and stuff along the way and so he's like super confident he's like oh dude no problem like this is great (laughs) so I I hadn't seen Pierce in a little while but one of our good friends uh, Connor he got married last year we were both at his wedding and he's like dude he's like I can't believe we never got sick and I was like what are you talking about he's like oh dude if you drink from that sick people get weird bacteria and like all this stuff all the time and I'm like, what? I was like, you said it was fine, but as far as I know, we were all good.
1: But... It must have been the
0: maggots that counteracted. Yeah. they ate the other bacteria. Solved oh, everything. But that's your first dabble into like four and a half hour running. I
2: feel like, dude. Yeah, and then yeah. after that, I was hooked. Yeah, you know?
0: right. <laughs> just hardened your body. Was there was there a first like official ultra for you or no?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, the first official one I did a Rails to Trails one in Savannah. Um, I think it was in 2015 or 2016. So- um and it was pretty rad i mean honestly it was a pretty smooth one uh a lot just like dirt roads and uh like grass almost like cross country Sick. so that one wasn't that bad so i got really like excited i was like yo that's not bad i can probably run 100 miles and then tried to run 100 miles two weeks later and just like exploded at the rocky raccoon 100 <laughs> oh, and made man. it like 50 miles and was like dead on the side of the trail people had to come <laughs> pick me up <laughs>
1: Oh it happens. but you were fine did you finish
2: I did not I made it 50 miles and then uh, I got back so uh, in classic I feel like uh, like track cross country road running type background me and my buddies were like uh, the week before we went on a long run yeah. um, and all of them are like very good like road runners track runners and stuff and they're like oh dude like we ran like 20 miles we felt really strong and good yeah 100 miles, I mean, that just seems too bad. And the pace looks, like, a lot slower. And so I come back to you, and I'm, like, crippled. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, dude, what happened to you? I was like, bro, it's not what you think. <laughs>
0: <It's> like, <laughs> and the humbling experience. Yeah, very humbling experience. Uh, Oh, man. Weird. And that is a, it's a fun one, though, because I do feel like, especially now in Jim Walmsley, who's, like, a big, uh, like, former collegiate mm-hmm. athlete, super fast runner, he's kind of the one that's, like, playing this hypothetical game of, like, if you took a really good D1 athlete or marathoner and put him in the ultra scene but he's had like races where he's literally exploded as well which I think is like cool to see honestly because it doesn't it happens in the marathon maybe right but there's this really like exciting romantic in my weird brain with running thing of like you can have an amazing athlete but even on the wrong day kind of what you're describing yeah it can just go wrong for you. And when you extend the distance, obviously it feels like there's more opportunities for shit to go sideways. Which Dude, is I a hundred percent
2: agree. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see just because you feel like people are like, like too robotic. If they're always yeah. just like, you're like, this guy never has a bad day. It's almost honestly like Killian Jornet. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. guy like trips and like, like breaks his collarbone, like oh, five God. miles into like hard rock. And it's like, he won.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah he's a maniac what? Yeah,
1: like, what? Like, that's really wild Kellyanne
0: yeah. Jornet, for context is like probably the most famous ultra runner of all time and like the yeah. best like people would argue that he and this is like, like Jim is chasing to an extent of like is he
2: American uh he's French uh, he's uh Spanish oh cool yeah. okay.
1: cool 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 um I have read several times um, Born to Run. Have you read that? Mm-hmm. And they talk about Leadville 100 and how these, like, the the Radamuri are coming and they're just, like, demolishing people in their leather sandals and their, like, like indigenous garb, but I'm... You ran it. Like, yeah. you're... I don't know anyone who's <laughs> actually... I, like, think of it as this fictitious place and setting, but, like, you
2: were there. And I want to know all about it. Oh, Leadville is awesome. Tell us. Leadville is so cool and... I think it's so epic. Uh, I might be getting slight top uh, subjects about the story a little bit wrong. <laughs> so anybody out there, please correct me in the in message thread or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really rad. Uh, it's so exciting about Leadville, too. Is, so there used to be, a, I think it's called the Climax Mine. There used to, it used to be a huge mining town in Leadville. And the guy who started the race saw the Western States 100, I think like a few years prior, because uh, right. that's one of the oldest like hundreds in, in the U.S., And the whole mine, some, some new update was coming around, like machines were replacing people or whatever happens in mines. (laughs) And, uh, so all these people lost their jobs in Leadville in this like very small, like mountain town. Yeah. And he's like, I need to find a way to like save the town. He's like, I need to find a way to make people really tired. I need to find a way to make people really hungry. He's like, I'm going to put on a hundred mile race. And so that's kind of how uh, this, like, old minor cowboy guy started uh, the Leadville 100 and actually kind of, like, saved their economy. And now, like, this huge, like, race series kind of built it up, and now there's, like, colleges and stuff there, uh, which is, like, super rad for the story, but... Um Leadville overall, like you said, just has like a super historic history. Uh, people in the town are like all rallying around it. I was sitting in a local coffee shop. These two older miners, again, like just came in. They're like, hey, like talking to everybody. They're like, are you on the race tomorrow? <laughs> Everyone's just like so hyped around the community around. It's so, so sick. Um, but the race overall, it's, I mean, as you could imagine, just like incredibly challenging. And mm-hmm. I, I'm sure the the people from like the Copper Canyons and the Born to Run book, yeah. it's a bit, uh, I would say advantageous in some ways because uh, they're at such high altitude, there. Too, right. but it's about ten thousand feet the entirety of the, the hundred miles um, with a good amount of climbing every now and then. But yeah, it's a it's a pretty crazy race. That's wild. And you've done it. You've completed it just once.
1: Yeah. So not last that year <laughs>
2: uh, was the uh, the first time and uh, only time I've done it so far. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I love the area. It's I mean, if you haven't been to Leadville, you got to. It's just like surrounded by some of the biggest like uh, mountain peaks in the continental U.S. and just super epic community and people I mean it's really rad too I feel like I've only seen a community sort of like this uh, or as similar in like Europe but there's a real the same coffee shop it's called City on the Hill uh but some of like the baristas and like bakers and stuff like that they're basically like take off their like you know whatever apron like midday and they're like going to like they're like oh I'm gonna go hit like the the half pipe and it's like hitting 2 fourteeners. 14ers In, like, the middle of the day, and it's, like, super gnarly, and I'm, like, It's just ingrained in the culture. Yeah, it's, like, so cool. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's really cool. It's a small pool of people that that can run this, right? Like, that are accepted into the race?
2: Yeah, so you can usually go into it um, two ways. Uh, You can qualify to to run a Ludville, and there's also, like, a charitable donation. Okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. But I think the field each year is about 250 people or so. Maybe a little bit more. How
0: many do you think finish every single year? Yeah,
2: I think it's it's pretty low actually. Yeah, I think it's uh, like under forty percent. Oh Jesus! Yeah,
0: and that feels right. The ten thousand feet thing. I feel like I remember talking to you a little bit about it after, just how like much you kind of get punched in the face by altitude. Unfortunately, like ten thousand feet is a lot, and then you're trying to run really really far. Uh, Like that sounds absolutely brutal.
2: Yeah, man, it's it's gnarly. Like uh, luckily, I mean, I felt. Decently well through the majority of it, and the uh, the middle section you go over this huge mountain pass called Hope's Pass, um, and then after that at 67 I actually started running with uh, our friend as well Alexander Burks. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so he was out there crewing and uh, pacing me, which is super rad. And I feel like after that that's kind of when I was just like clicking away, just like having people around me. I yeah. feel like I feed off people's energy so much, um, and that was just like such a big big piece to it, um, but I feel like the funniest thing, there was also, I was I was just uh, cruising around at a college, this Colorado Mountain College, um, super awesome spot, uh, and super nice staff, but they were letting me stay in a dorm for like three weeks leading up to <laughs> leading up to the race to train and stuff, uh-huh. um, so I was like, this is so rad, uh, so living the dorm life again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Turning back the hands of time. Exactly. Oh,
2: uh, Who's on your, like,
1: I obviously you're running these races in all sorts of places mm-hmm. like united states and otherwise but who's on your your core crew
2: so i feel like it's always a mix of people yeah. i have a, a I feel like a wide wide group of friends yeah. and so it's easy either whenever i'm going to like a certain area i'm just like inviting different people that might be around i'm like hey you know what like either, whether i'm running or just like cruising around i usually just like go and like snag an airbnb or something i'm like hey if you guys want to crash and just run some trails for a little while, like yeah. come through. Um, so I feel like Sorry. I'm always like putting out feelers, but definitely, uh, my
0: fiance, uh, she's usually
2: holding yeah. me down all the time. Molly. <laughs> I love it. <her. laughs> Yay. Oh, shout out
0: to Molly. That's so dope. I, I also love, like it, it's with even Burke coming up, like the, so many friends. Cause I feel like you more than anyone are someone that can just make friends anywhere. And I remember, when we met Alex Burke for the first time it was during the OSR 10K he had like come down from upstate New York we were warming up during a lightning storm and like warmed up over the Williamsburg Bridge and Alex is I don't know how like I I can't remember the exact how we linked up or anything but he was just jogging with us super nice guy Uh, and then you guys ended up like having one of the most gnarly competitions in the OSR 10K ever where he just, like, followed you into the last 150 meters and, like, barely got you at the line. But now, like, five years later, dude is pacing you during a 100-miler, which is such a cool thing. I think is like, a big piece of what you do within it of just, like, getting people excited about it with the infectiousness of your, like, positivity around the sport. Like, Burke is a road runner and getting him out to the trails. I feel like you've sold everyone on trying to have fun with it, which is super, super dope. Dude, hell yeah, yeah, man. Uh yeah, I can't believe actually, uh,
2: I think to this day that race was four years ago.
0: Wow, really? Yeah, the, That's the OSR,
2: yeah. I it was either today or yesterday, I can't remember, but uh Joe actually posted about it on the OSR channel. Uh but yeah, man, it's it's super wild. I, I love those connections and just like kind of like seeing you're like, dude, I can't believe I randomly met you, you know, like 3 years ago, 5 years ago, whatever and this is what we're doing now. It's like so obscure. I love those connections.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's so cool and like and, and even with what you're doing it's like a humanizer within the with, within like the ultra marathon scene because I think like all of us kind of sit around and are like uh, maybe not Dave. Dave's an ultra runner. So Dave, <laughs> Dave's an anomaly. <laughs> uh, he knows, Sasha yeah, and I yeah. are sitting here like, I don't know about that. Yeah, like, no. 100 miler sound bananas. Uh, and it, I feel like it's kind of a, a perception thing. And I'm curious, like, the questions you get all the time. Because I feel like the the moment that a lot of people started to learn who you are outside of the New York City bubble was when you did the 100 miler down in Florida for COVID, which was your uh, Florida man moment. I think <laughs> I'm going to ask you like 18 questions. Like, can you first explain what a Florida man is for those who don't know on on the on the listening to the podcast i don't know what is it listening on on the airwaves (laughs) a florida man is a rip wild and good time that's what a florida man is
2: Uh, he's uh but basically it's these these like funny like uh headlines that people have in the news all the time down in florida and it's super obscure you know it's like florida man like eats an alligator then <laughs> bites somebody else in the face you oh know God. kind of kind yeah. of obscure things yeah. and so i feel like you can uh that was like a thing for a little while too everyone would like type in their birthday and see what your florida man headline was yeah it oh was just God, like mega wacky funny. yeah so uh i actually got uh a nice florida man headline yeah uh <laughs> during this and i got uh put on like the daily florida man uh instagram whatever so that's definitely my crown jewel my my <laughs> gleaming achievement in my life that's so, pretty tight okay, yes, i right. love
0: that that's huge dude and, and for those who don't know the 100 miler that you did during covid you essentially ran 100 miles around like your home area in florida for charity right that's yeah, like man. the simplest way to put it so i
2: was uh so yeah during the pandemic everything as everyone knows got squashed canceled and so i was planning on running uh like 100 miles or attempting to um like in a race and well, i was like Bummer, you know, everything's canceled. And so I put together like all the trails that I ran growing up and growing up. And basically, uh, it almost like equated to exactly 100 miles. Yeah. So I was like, this is really rad. Um, so I was talking to our friend Brendan. And basically, I was like, hey, dude, do you want to like come out and just like shoot photos and like hang out for a day and just gonna run around Florida, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so that's what we did, and um, just started like thinking of more ways. Like, hey, people are like locked inside. Maybe like I can uh, FaceTime a ton of people and yeah, just like yeah. get everybody up and moving and excited, and they can show me where they're running or doing a workout and run with me, um, and then. Put more of it together and uh, raised a bunch of money for local retail shops uh, to raise money and then to buy shoes and donated all the footwear to to frontline healthcare workers. That's so cool! So it was a super rad experience and but basically yeah for like 17 or whatever it out was hours like 17 and a half hours I was just like on Facetime running through Florida like talking to a bunch of people from around the world and it was a ton of fun. <laughs> I think it's cool how organically these things can come up
1: for you too. You're not like. Me- like obviously you're methodical and strategic, and you're you're planning and you're running. But it sounds like this was just like I'm gonna be out here cruising, in your words, for X, Y, and Z miles. I'm gonna ask people to come out and support. And like, yeah, this is huge. Like, pe- your your headline runs deep in my Google search. Oh. Florida man runs a hundred miles during coronavirus outbreak to support. Hello. <laughs> oh, and now. there's a there's a video of you on CNN and it's you FaceTiming Yeah, for sure, yeah. With your your chain on Yeah, yeah I was sick. I, I feel like that. the
0: thing that I always remember from that is all of a sudden that like it must have been, like, late at night because, yeah, 17 hours. I think, like, Brendan posted a photo of you talking to a cop because, like, the cops got called because they just were, like, confused what was happening. I think you remember saying that the dude was, like, super chill and, like, yeah, you're doing great or something. Like, that was wild.
2: <laughs> dude, yeah, so uh, the last part of the the path was just, like, it's on this, it's on the, it's a, a ranch called the Duda Ranch. Yeah. And, and basically you go out this, like, long, like, country dirt road. You get out into the woods, do this, like, little loop. And when I hit the end of that little loop, Molly was like on a mountain bike with me, um, and we get a call, and they're like, "Oh, it's the police." Uh, they're like, "Here," they said, "like you're like trespassing on this ranch." Oh no! And uh, you need to come back right now. And I was like, "Well, can I talk to him?" And then <laughs> I was like, "Hey, dude," I was like, "I don't know if you want to wait there." <laughs> I was like, cause I was like, I've run 91 miles and I'm not running that fast right now. I was like, so for the next nine miles, you're probably going to be there for at least like an hour to two hours, you know, waiting on me. So mm-hmm. if you want to do that, sick, I'll see you soon. But if not, then, uh, shouldn't stay there. Cause I'm running a hundred miles. And so we get there, and the, the guy that called the cops on us uh, was just, like, this really aggressive, like, dude. And people usually go out there. I guess you can, like, pick, like, uh, psychedelic mushrooms out of, like, cow uh, feces. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, and basically, uh, that's what, like, younger people do usually. So he was, like, really ramped up and didn't think I was running 100 miles. So he was, like, being super aggressive. My My mom and Brendan and I think one other person were, like, there in yeah. the front with this guy. And uh, as we were coming out, I like I'm super like burnt tan, like covered in sunscreen, oh dirty, gosh. emaciated. Yeah. And he was like, as soon as I came inside, he was like, "Dude, I'm so sorry." The,
1: the He's like, "You're like running a
0: hundred
2: miles." Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's bananas. Yeah. <laughs> oh my that, god, dude. that's really funny. <laughs> Just covered in sunscreen, right? <laughs> <Just tan. laughs> You're like,
1: but thanks for the cow dung. Yeah. Good looking out. Oh man. <laughs> that's funny and really cool. That was, that was not, obviously not your first hundred, your, your hundred. That was actually my first time. Oh, that you completed. Yeah. W- the one that you had, um, done where you cut it at 50 was prior to that or after that? That was
2: prior to that, but okay. I, uh, yeah, I only made it 50 miles. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. So ahead. I attempted a hundred miles before that, but first time making it. This is, is cool. Yeah. I
1: feel like you should make this a race, like the Florida man race. Florida
2: Man 100. Yeah. Kilgore Racing. How do we say it? Coming through.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Is there, I I mean, and at this point you've done like, and we can go down the rabbit hole, but you've done like the OSR 30, you've done your Florida Man 100, which we're going to trademark right now and claim as Kilgore Racing, his own race. Absolutely. So Florida Man 100. You've done like like TSP solo. You've done TSP as part of a team as well. Is there like a... Uh, I, I mean, fuck! I should just keep going down the list. The double marathon is one that deserves to be on there because that was fucking bananas. Oh but yeah. There- oh yeah. wait. I want. Can we
1: pin? Can we put a pin in that one? Yeah. Let's, you ran we, the marathon and then ran. somewhat. with. We were talking. We were about talking about, about yeah, this. Yeah.
2: You just finish and you're like, fuck it. I want to go again. Well, so so technically, <laughs> at the time too, I was starting to dabble in ultras, yeah. and On uh, was coming out with this new shoe, uh, and it was it's uh, it's been around for a little while now, but it was uh New at the time is called the cloud stratus yeah. so it's like a double layer of like the cloud units on the bottom yeah and uh they're like hey dude david like we want to pitch you this idea uh would you want to run like a double marathon but they like named all these different places like around the world and i was like i'll run any distance to to travel to those places so <laughs> yeah. put me in. I, I love that response <laughs> that's so good And uh but they ended up squashing like uh they're like, Oh actually I think it'll be like impactful enough if you just did one. Um and (laughs) we did uh the Rio de Janeiro marathon and I ran it two times in a row. Um but uh yeah, it was it was a it was a doozy actually. Because at first they actually also told me they're like, Hey, you won't have to uh there's no pressure to run it like extremely like fast or quick or anything like that. Just it's basically like you're going down there to finish it, to like, you know, like have some fun and to to do this marketing thing. And I'm like, cool, that's awesome. I'll still like give it a go. But when I get down, they're like, hey, the race closes down if you don't make it within six hours. Oh so fine. they're like, you have to run both marathons <laughs> under six hours. Tight. That sounds like hey, sick. Let's I was go. Like, Let's go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the splits? Do you remember what you came through? <laughs> oh, I would like to hear this.
2: Dude, yeah, I came through in um two forty six for the first one. <laughs> And then it's I think It's offensive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, "Cool, let me try again."
2: <laughs> and then I tried again. And uh, uh, 3. Yeah, I think Stop. I what I I think I finished in like 5:40 540
0: or 5:42 Five. or something like that. So whatever the second it's split was like is. 250 something, maybe yeah. like 250 on the nose. Yeah. Was it? And I remember the photos from this as well. It was like uh, correct me You like finished And the finish is like Essentially adjacent To the start line So you just like Kind of walked around Yeah right? did you Did you take a thing. little
2: break A
1: little pit stop For a
2: Snickers or?
0: Uh... Well no So I was I was worried actually Because I was
2: like I'm still pretty scared About this time <laughs> cut off <laughs> <laughs> And so I just kind of Like walked through They gave me my medal I was like sick uh, We had like a film crew there Yeah And they're like I was like sick One down One to go And then I just like, Took off again <laughs>
1: Is your I'm so curious like is your nutrition super different like in a in a marathon setting like that versus like like you did over 50 miles. So like if you and you were going to do a 50 miler like would that be very different in terms of like what you're consuming during?
2: Yeah, so it's usually very different, even depending on, like, the, the type of course it is.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so if I'm able, and especially, like, during 100 miles, like, my stomach's usually, like, pretty good for the most part, but if I'm running, like, 100, or not 100 miles, if I'm running, like, a, a marathon, like, a road marathon like New York City or something like that pretty quickly, Yeah. Um, or even, like, on the road where I'm moving a bit faster, like, in Rio for 50, 52 miles or whatever it was... Uh, still my stomach gets a little messed up if I'm eating more just, like, whole foods and, like, yeah. a ton of candy and stuff like that, whereas, like, I'm still moving, I would say, fast at the time for, like, a 100-mile distance, but it's at a much, like, more moderate pace, and your body's able to digest and stuff. Right. So it's usually much different. I'm eating more, like, whole foods, and, like, I can eat a ton more running 100 miles, but yeah. if I'm doing something faster and sharper, even if it's still long and it's on the road, uh, my stomach still gets kind of, like, wonky a bit. It's having to multitask a lot. You're, like crushing these these
1: splits and then trying to consume food at the same time. So is it like do you like candy or are you gonna have like actual like goos and chews and
2: Yeah, even gels? though I love candy so much, uh it's not good for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Um, uh, I, I found out that pretty quick, uh, when I was doing other, other ul- longer ultras that I was just like consuming so much candy, uh, yeah. that I was having like a huge, like stomach ache problems and stuff like that. <laughs> so I, I really focus in on, uh, trying to grab other stuff too when I'm, when I'm doing it, even though like, I always know if I'm in a bind, I can always like depend on some candy to, to throw down if I'm just like, can't put anything else in my stomach. <laughs> right. Oh man, that's tight. <laughs> when did, nice. uh, your relationship with On start? So, it started almost four years ago. Wow. Um, oh, so, in September, Spending that'll be four years. Four big ones. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, at the time, as well, I was kind of just, like, dabbling back in into running again and doing different stuff in that avenue and exploring different possibilities. But I was working, actually, with, with Molly's dad in the film industry for a little while. Oh, cool. Um, and I just jumped around, honestly, like, right after college, too, um, when I, again, took a hiatus from running. I was kind of like, I just want to... Try everything, do everything, whether I find it, like, sort of interesting, not interesting. um, Just try a bunch of different jobs. Yeah. So, for a handful of years, I was just, like, bouncing around quite a bit with a magnitude of of careers, I guess. (laughs) um, I was working in the film industry. Uh, Luckily, yeah, uh, Molly's dad, like, helped me get into it. And I worked with him for about two, two and a half years. Uh, During that, doing that and the hours and stuff like that, as I started to get back into, I would say, Fitness and running and stuff like that—we're just pretty extreme, honestly, on a consistent basis. And uh, and after that, I just started trying to look for jobs in the meantime when I was still working in film. Mm-hmm. And on kind of popped up, and um, I started working as like a tech and sales rep um, in the Northeast region, so like New York, Jersey, and uh, Philadelphia area.
1: Oh, that's so fun! So you weren't even a runner for them. When the the relationship started,
2: no. So uh, yeah, when the ori- relationship uh, originally started, I wasn't. And uh, funny enough, so about a month later uh, was the New York City Marathon, and I jumped in. And one of a, uh, uh, I won't I won't say his name or anything, but he had a bad race. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to preface that, <laughs> so I, I can't be him on a regular basis. Uh, but, uh, so we were much smaller at the time, too, as, as a company, and yeah. one of our professional athletes like comes by, and he's professional uh road runner marathoner um and I had passed him at mile twenty five oh. and I didn't even realize it uh I just thought, I just saw another Andres I was like, sick, someone's wearing Andres <laughs> and, uh, So I pass him, and then I guess people on the the last cheer section, the founders and stuff were there, and they're like, oh my god, there's uh there's blah, blah blah. And they're like, no, that's David. They're oh, like, he's like no. our new tech rep. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: just a sales associate, y'all. Yeah. And uh, oh, no. kind of after
2: that, I just started to, yeah, just ramp back up, get more into it. And then um, I, I eventually uh, signed a athletic contract with On, but more on the like trail and ultra side and not so as cool. much on the like short
0: distance road running and stuff like that side. This was 2018, right? Yeah. David and I listened to uh, Levels together on the start line of the New York City. Oh. Did you
1: share an AirPod or from your no, phone? No, like they played it over the speakers. Oh, got it, got it, And we went it. fucking bananas. It's the most iconic start line ever. <laughs> it was so That good. sounds really cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, it That's was That's a sick. fun memory. We'll
0: dig it up, but there's a video of like the, the race broadcast, which is funny. I didn't know that on story, which is absolutely awesome. But there's like the leader on the bridge, and then yeah. in the background, it's me and David adjacent to him, because you start further up. They have the right. different start crowds. Oh, wait, wait. So right. it looked like David and I were ripping next to this guy. Who was gonna go on to run like two oh eight or something? Oh my god! Iconic, dude! I know. Oh, it was so good. We're like over there, like, <gasps> like flying out. It's like at the guy, having so much fun. That's, <laughs> funny. Oh That's so god. sick that they just had no idea that you were like that badass of a runner either. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, this guy's out there crushing.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, and then after that, they gave me a shot with the the Rio thing. Yeah. Um And then I was like. Rad, and then ever since then it was kind of um, a mixture of me just pitching like fun ideas to them, and then bringing me into things. So it's
0: it's been really rad. I mean, ever since it's a great relationship. That's all. Yeah. And now you're doing more with the on and with the trail and ultra scene with on.
2: Yeah, so now I'm actually the our like global manager for um for our trail ultra athletes. So uh, I get to write my own. Pa- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone else. Ha- someone else handles that, which is great. Uh, but it's uh, it's uh it's it's super fun overall because uh you know it's just it's just fun i feel like having somebody that gets it and i'm able to go and like run and do all these things with a lot of the athletes too um which is just epic it's uh definitely super super fun i mean this
1: is tight like your job is just getting to figure out how far and how hard and how fast you can go and what you can eat while you do it
2: yeah, it's not, it's not too bad. That's pretty uh, tight. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's bad at all. There's definitely worse things in life.
0: Yeah. yeah. Is it like the the balance between work and life? Does that ever feel funky for you? Mm-hmm. Just knowing that your life like overlaps with work a ton, which I think like all of us in this room as well, like we're working and running because we love running and want right. to grow the sport. Right. Uh, and it's kind of one of those sacrifices. But curious from your perspective, how you like balance that a little bit better.
2: Yeah, man, a thousand percent. I mean, even uh, every single. So this is my my third job uh, within within on. Um, mm. And I feel like each time I've gotten a, a new role, I feel like with anything, it's a bit more of a, a balancing act just to figure out like new, like intricacies of, of the role and stuff like that. Um, so I, I definitely at times and I definitely put like a uh, whatever, like a badge of honor on my shoulder. So sort of uh, in the sense of. I don't ever want like either one to kind of like get in the way of each other. So yeah. I'm like, hey, I don't want anybody to ever be like, hey, like David's like so much an athlete where he's like not really doing a good job like in his actual job, and like vice versa. I don't want to be like doing so over the top in my job that I'm like super slacking in my athletic role as well. So it's it's definitely hard. It's a tricky balance um, to to find. But but overall, I know that there's certain spikes in the year, and especially like this year, I I started this role in January. There's been times where I'm like, oh my god, I actually, like, I kind of messed up in in this area where, like, I overbooked myself with work, so I need to, like, hunker down for, like, these two days, but I can make up with it like with training in this area of the year and so really just like fleshing out everything and kind of like doing better planning um for the most part is uh, usually where i land but uh yeah it's usually always just kind of a, a balancing act but um usually able to to pull it off and kind of like see where areas that it's going to be a really just like i'm like oh i know i'm going to have to be at like this event for like 14 hours or something yeah. or when i was just at western states uh crewing a bunch of the athletes and working with them uh i was out there for like 22 hours or something like that Um, so there's days like that too that um, it's just kind of like all about the other athletes all about the team all about uh, on like um, career wise and um, put the other on the back burner but there's always just like a a give and a take and a balance yeah
0: that's I mean that makes so much I have to imagine that the athletes really appreciate having someone there who's like uh, like doing it with right them, who though, gets is, it 100 yeah, because you get it more than anyone else it's right. <laughs> the whole thing yeah well,
1: i i don't know and you guys would know more than i do but i imagine that it's like when it comes down to like a coaching crew to an athlete it's like someone who did it a long time ago was really good at it has since retired and when you can no longer do you teach but like you are literally doing teaching supporting simultaneously which is fucking awesome <laughs> i think like, especially at the level that you are performing at to, like, bring that out of other people. Mm-hmm. And you're still pretty young. So, like, they're not like, oh, this, like, old guy, you <laughs> yeah, know, like this dusty guy. Yeah, there's like, no I'm one saying like, that. Keeps following
2: me around. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to give me sweet potatoes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's player coach, dude. Claro but crap. yeah, so it's uh yeah,
2: yeah it, it's it's honestly great. Um and like I said, it, it's super fun and advantageous to to be able to go on like train with them and to just build those relationships. Um, as I I'm sure you guys know, you know just going out with runs with friends and people and like stuff, you really build deep impactful relationships. And also I feel yeah. like it's uh I I'm pretty chill person overall, <laughs> so I feel like people I'm pretty easy to talk to. Um yeah. so it, it's kind of nice just being out on runs too. Like athletes, I feel like are a little bit more honest with me too instead of just being like oh like they're always like this product's fantastic they're like hey like this needs to be worked on right this needs to be tweaked and so it's it's definitely nice too to have like a bunch of like internal like viewpoints because i'm able to promote lift them up better yeah and then also you know give their feedback a bit more uh you know as a point of contact
0: yeah like authentically as well yeah i mean that's i
1: think that's cool. that's actually fair because it maybe if it wasn't like if they didn't have you as a liaison then they might not give the the honest feedback that is needed and like i mean on
2: is a relatively new brand right i would say for for the most part yeah in the grand scheme of things so we started in 2010 uh but been in the us now since like 2013 uh but i would say we really started gaining a ton of traction over the last like couple years Mm -hmm. um and then also i feel like we've been doing a bit more um since we ipo last september
1: yeah okay Um, you live, you and Molly live in the Bronx?
2: We do, the BX. That's pretty tight. Yeah, it's right. you guys ever go run with Boogie Down? Dude, yeah, every now and then. Yeah. uh, Boogie Down, Bronx, soul. Yeah.
1: Uptown, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's so cool up there. Yeah. We had Lenny on as our
0: first guest. Dude, I love him. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) He's so cool. Oh, dude. Well, I know we could probably ramble for hours. I I wanted to ask, because I went down another rabbit hole with the double marathon, which I fucking love. We've done, like, all this crazy shit at this point. Is there one that, like... It, let me ask twofold question one that like is your favorite race that you've done um, yeah. just holistically and then also just knowing that there's so much out there as well as there's something that you as like a bucket lister I'm sure you have a list of things but is there one that's like at the top uh, knowing that those are two loaded questions as well, so sorry in advance, <laughs> dude. Yeah,
2: um, I'll give, oh yeah, I'll give two answers to the first one. One was not a race, uh, and then I'll give my race answer. But the, actually, the Flor- Florida Man One Hundred. Oh,
0: that counts as a race, dude. Yeah. Florida uh, Man One Hundred.
2: That was uh, top of the list, just because I had so many layers, and then I feel like it opened so many doors for me as well, just in my mind, I would say, like creativ- creatively, um, uh Just because I went into that. It, like you said, it was like very casual, like on the spa, and uh, kind of like brought in all these like different avenues. And then ever since then, I was like, wow, this is like a really cool way that I can, I feel like, use my creativity to to expand on running as well and to bring a lot more people in uh, to things that I'm doing. And um, so that just, I feel like. You know, it just was like an aha moment for me uh, on top of it being like super special, like, you know, running through all the, the trails in my hometown and uh, doing something impactful for the community and all that and people close to me uh, to see like a real like effect uh, was was rad from it. And then uh, my other favorite uh, race that I've probably done uh, again, I would say a little bit more of an obscure thing would be uh, TSP. Yeah. So, mm. uh, and that's just because I feel like I uh, had a bit of, like, history there with it. Um, something else that, like, opened a bunch of doors for me in the sense of, I remember somebody talked to me. I know there's, like, always ramblings, like, in the in the streets or whatever about, like, certain <laughs> running running uh, topics and uh, things that are happening in the running world. And I remember, like, a f- handful of years ago, before it was, like, public, people were, like, oh, like, TSP is, like, thinking about doing, like, a solo race. Like, uh, I had run a few ultras at the time. They are like, would you consider doing that? And I had just run a 50-miler down in the Everglades, and I was, like, a zombie. I was, like, that was terrible. And so, like, I was, like, there's no way I'm ever doing anything like that. Uh, I was, like, I ran 50 miles, and I'm I'm pretty good with that, I think. And um, so, kind of, like, I guess, growing as a ultra-endurance athlete and um, uh, taking on that challenge and doing it, again, like, opened a bunch of uh, doors to myself that I was, like, wow, like, this is a new – realm that I really enjoy. And it's like really sick. And also, uh, being around just my team the whole time was just rad. Again, I feel like I feed off people so much. Um, just doing
0: that with a team, um, was super special. Yeah. It sounds like just holistically, I'm going to tie a bow on it loosely, but like you being able to share these experiences with other people, like both of the things that you just talked about are these moments, even the hundred was like, Super close people to you having like this awesome impact. I remember all the FaceTiming that was happening, like the IG Lives. It's just David fucking covered in sweat, being like, yo, this fucking sick. Like just cruising at mile 90, which is awesome. Yeah. Is the whole thing. It's so cool to see. And the same thing with TSP. It's like, we sit here, it's one of the ones that we talked about, like everyone who loosely has heard of you now uh, thinks that you're like a machine, because mm-hmm. you are a machine, like mm-hmm. let's be honest, but mm-hmm. simultaneously like the joy and the, the, the shared experience that you're able to bring to stuff, even like ultras, which for someone outside of the scene, I'm like, yeah, you're out there for 100 miles, for hours on your own, or even TSP, like your solo vibes, but simultaneously there's 10 people in an RV with you the entire time that you're getting to share the moments with, which is super, super special.
1: Totally. There's like this whimsical place that you and I'm saying you two because you're both right in front of me. And obviously you specifically, David Kilgore, but like that you are doing something so hard and you're doing it so well and so fast. But yet you're also like visibly having a good time. And I think that's like that tiny little area is like what's so inviting to people is like i mean i don't have zero desire to run an ultra but like you make it sound really fucking fun and cool and like i would be down to eat a snickers every 10 miles or whatever <laughs> like i'm down to test my stomach out more than my speed obviously but i think that that is like what's so special and like mag like magnetic about you is that you you it's all it's like nonchalant but spectacular and it's like hard, but overwhelmingly fun. And I think that's like why you have like dominated in this space. And I think it's also cool that you're doing it with a brand that was like a little bit more low key and like you're really putting on for them. (laughs) Pun intended. (laughs) Nailed it. it. (laughs) Um, I just am curious about, are you running an OSR race soon?
2: Unfortunately, I'm not. I uh, okay. I think there's I one, there was one. I think there's one coming up, but I have been traveling so yeah. frequently that I will uh, I don't think I'll be here. And then I also am putting on um, an event um oh. hey. in Plug it. October sometime. Let the uh, people know. I I will soon. I have to I have to keep it on the down oh, right now, but we have another event going on October 1st and it's okay. Hudson River 50. Oh, is uh, it
1: are you involved with the Hudson River Riders?
2: Uh no, we're we're involved with the Riverkeeper though. Oh, okay. I I was thinking about Chev. Do you know Chev? I don't believe so.
1: Okay, never mind. <laughs> just Sounds that. great, though. Yeah, 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 I would yeah, love yeah. to meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll put you guys in contact.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, so what's happening? It's October 1st. October 1st. Um, so I'm working again with uh, with Cooper and Dave from Trials and Miles, and we're okay. putting on a trail race over in the Palisades right oh, across tight. the George Washington Bridge. Yeah. So there's going to be a 50 miler and a 25 miler with some uh, dope prize money and uh, tons of good vibes. So you're hosting so. and racing. So I'm hosting this one, but I'm not you're racing You're not
1: racing. Yeah. All right. You're not pulling a, a Jerry Francois on racing at your own races. No, I'm, okay, I'm cool. holding it down, dude. I love I'm that. Just... I love that. What's So what's the distance? I'm sorry? Uh, there's you're... a 50-miler and a oh, 25-miler. Oh, yeah, you just said that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, well, um, if I'm in town, I will not probably run that, but I will go support
2: it. <laughs> yeah, come through for the vibe. So i have a great, yeah, great after party. I love that. DJ, I've music, never been to the food. Palisades,
0: so... Yeah, Palisades are beautiful. Time yeah. to go, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect it. And then, so we always end with what we call a Tim Rossi 30 seconds, <laughs> mostly because I ignore the stopwatch that I usually get put in front of me. <laughs> uh, so you can talk for five minutes if you want. Uh, but other than the race that you have going on, is there anything else that you would like to plug? It sounds like there's something for people to stay tuned with in the middle of October, loosely, uh, that people can stay tapped in. But, like, I mean, we were talking off mic before you're traveling a bunch. I'm sure the on-trail team's got a lot going on. But we'll, we're just gonna shut up now and let you talk for a little bit and close this us camera. Up. This camera. Yeah. This camera. Whoa. Except its microphones. <laughs> yeah.
2: Can't believe I can't believe you guys fit fifty cameras in this room. Right. <laughs> Producer Dave, yeah, working yeah, his yeah, magic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Angles, man. The like yeah. angles.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I have a have a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff coming up, um, but yeah, I would say just like give me give me a look on on the socials, you know, on yeah. IG and um, check out stuff there. Um, we have the, have that race coming up October first, and uh, also um, doing a doing another Empire State Building run up uh, no. first week of October as well, um, which we're putting together right now with uh, some some buddies. I don't know if you caught us last year, but it's Jim Mafia and Equity Design. Raise a bunch of money for them and put cool. together a little training program, which is sick. And then uh, late October, I'm doing the World Marathon Challenge, which is seven marathons, seven days, seven continents. So what? it's going to be a doozy. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. going to be a, literally a, every day is a marathon. There's no day. no day in between. Yeah. That's, that sounds like light work for you. Dude. It's that's gonna sick. be it's gonna be a blast. you know, feet
0: up on the plane? You yeah, know taking yeah. out the views from the sky.
2: <laughs> Dude, that's gonna be sick. I think
0: Ryan Hall has the record for that, doesn't he? Or some shit?
2: Uh he was close. Uh Mike Wardian actually has it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: Mike Wardian. Another ultra What What's engine. the record?
2: Um, I believe uh it is You just think your amalgamate time? Yeah. Okay. Um uh, so like the average. Uh it's two forty five, I believe like thirty. Or 247, but I think it's 245. Yeah. I'm assuming you're aiming to break that. I am. Okay, fuck
1: yeah. Yeah. We're here for you. So, we'll send Snickers. It, or not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe in between.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feet up on the plane, Snickers bar in hand. Yeah. That's yeah. the photo. I don't want to be looking like Patty White on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, David, fucking sick. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate you, dude. This is great.
1: Thanks for coming on.
2: Thanks for having me, y'all. It's been a
1: pleasure. Tell Molly we said hi.
2: I will. (laughs) See (laughs) you,
1: Fast and Loose is a production of Bandit Running, recorded at Bandit HQ in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, and is the only podcast from Bandit Running.